Welcome to Free Fall RC Podcast. Welcome to another episode of Freefall RC Podcast. I'm Steve, and here with me is Kevin. Hey, guys. And Ian. Hey, what's up, guys? All right. This is episode 335, uh, the Ohio Heli uh, Throwdown. All right. Nice. I'm tired. Nice. I am beat. So, so Wait a minute. Where the hell? We're missing somebody, aren't we? Yes. I got a feeling. Yeah, there's only three of us in this Skype call here. Well, that's what it is. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so it looks like Andy's not here, huh? Yeah. Yeah, I think he got too close to some people at the event, and um, against his better judgment, and uh, I think he might have gotten sick. What? I don't know. You got sick? Maybe. Who gets sick? It's not even an election time. We're not even voting. Know, right? Voting. Why would you be getting sick know, at this point? It's not even Friday either. Right. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, so I think he's feeling a little under the weather, you know. He's been having those sinus issues, too. So I'm sure that hasn't been helping much, you know. Yeah. So, yeah. He's getting, he's getting older. His sinuses mm. are getting packed. Yeah. They're giving up. Letting it flow. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> So, yeah, all right. Uh, let's catch up with everyone's week first. Who wants to go first? I'll uh, go first. Good. Yeah, go first. I beat you. Beat you to oh, it. Man. I didn't do anything in the hobby. At I haven't all. done anything at all, and it's a shame, but it's I, was, I had an extremely busy weekend. The kids moved out last weekend and kind of moved the rest of their stuff during the week, you know, because I was – kind of getting on them because they left this place a mess and uh man i just i went to home depot i had to get a dish i had to get a washing machine um not a dishwasher we had a dryer that we tried to sell but Mm -hmm. i brought back in the house and hooked it up and thank god we had that uh my sister and i had, had driven around to a bunch of different like secondhand places and for the rusted banged up pieces of shit that they had there they still wanted like 250 bucks oh for gosh. and i'm like no way <laughs> damn no no, no. and the one guy was telling me well you know it's not gonna be here if you guys decide to come back and i was like mm, cool. not gonna be any issue there because probably not coming back <laughs> right so i went over to lowe's and you know i got certain percentage off all the stuff i picked up over there and hooked that up saturday and Hope then you use your veterans discount yeah. Good. Yeah, Lowe's I've I've had that yeah, I've just come to my my knowledge that Home Depot is just starting to do that now. Oh no, but they have Lo- theirs too. Yeah. But Lowe's has Lowe's has done that for years. Years, yeah. Yeah. And really good stuff. No limit when, too. When they had their my Lowe's you know, deal and set up and go online and register. Yeah. That's when I registered. Nice. Uh as a veteran. That was years ago. Yeah. No, it's a good discount. Like just getting that ten percent is real nice. Yeah. So, um, what else did I do? I just, I ripped up the floor in the roommate's room because that thing, I put a straight edge on it and within a two foot section, it was dropping like an inch and then maybe, uh, you know, going back up another three quarters. It wow. was just like a bowl. The, the perimeter of the room was okay. And so I started ripping floors up and, you know, they screwed and nailed and, and glued it down. So it was a real bitch getting it up. Mm-hmm. I got, it took me like two, three hours to get a four by four section up. 
You know, I got like a four by eight section up now. I want to do another two by eight section next to it, mm-hmm. and then I'm gonna replace it. But uh, it, the, I didn't know. You know, I don't know what I was gonna find. Uh, yeah. So honest, what did honestly. you find? You know, in 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 up north, everything's you know back in the day or or you know moving forward um they're either those glue lambs those glue i-beams or they're you know they're just a straight up piece of lumber you know like a yeah. two two by ten yeah you know joist these yeah, were joist. trusses these were those trusses where they build you know it's a good uh distance it's got to be like 18 inch like void between the ceiling downstairs and the flooring upstairs mm-hmm. and then it's like it's like a two by four truss that's nailed hammered with those you know little uh, truss things. I don't know what they're called, gussets or whatever. The gussets, they're. Yeah, yeah, to to keep them together, right? And you could see that they knew that these were coming. I mean, they slapped these homes together, like Super they cheap, like they huh? do every homes. You know, all the homes um, as they're booming. You know, when they get a boom, they just slap them together. Yeah. So it was cool that I ripped it apart because I I took some long deck deck screws and went through the top two by four and into like where the triangular gussets are and okay. actually sucked them back up and yeah. it's more sturdy. The floor was because of the way they nailed the subflooring, you know, the floor was creaking and everything. And yeah. that drove me crazy. Yeah. So I'm, I probably nails, still have to be all screws. Yeah. Subfloor I, be all screws. Yeah. And dude, they, they had like, like small screws Big nails, like oh, fat nails. No. They had so many different types of nails and screws oh. in this in this one you little see a section. Nail, you got to put a screw next to it, or that nail's gonna yeah. freaking back out and go kee, 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 squeak on the wood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, that's what I've been doing: ripping stuff up, cleaning stuff, um, you know, installing stuff. I I hung the TV downstairs. I got a little little chair in my living room. My TV. I'm now looking at maybe purchasing a nice 75 inch and a nice sound. You know, set up. Let me stop at Best Buy probably. <laughs> yeah. At some Jeez. point. Nice. My wife still doesn't know when she's going to move down here. She's like, uh, November, maybe, maybe later, maybe sooner. It's probably going to be November or later. And I'm like, you know, at this point, I'm like, whatever. So I'm not going to sit down here for five months watching a little no. tiny TV, no, man. Get yourself a nice setup. And I'm yeah. saying, I'm saying tiny, but it's 55, you know, and it's first world problems. So, um, gonna wind up probably picking up something and sounds a huge deal for me like you can have a great tv but if the sound sucks like that's just that's not right you gotta you gotta you can't skimp out on the sound you know what i mean you can't go you don't have to go overboard but you gotta at least a sound bar it's gotta be right it's gotta but it has to have that subwoofer it can't be just a 2.1 like i mean just a a a bar it has to have that subwoofer you need a bit of that bass and mid-range you know yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, I totally. It's a world agree. difference. World difference. I mean, if you can get so, a yeah. whole setup, that's cool. <laughs> I've been just like I said, just man, just yeah. cleaning. I uh, rode the. I've been riding a bike to work, which I freaking love, dude. the The trip is just getting shorter and shorter. Before I know it, I'm there, and I'm like, uh, I'm just loving it, man. I I rode Thursday and Friday, and I'm beat when I get home because it's freaking hot. I um, that. I picked the hottest month of the year in Florida to start riding my bike to work. But I uh, rode Thursday, Friday. I rode today, which is Tuesday. I'm gonna try and ride um, the rest of the week, actually. And uh, I dodged some raindrops one day, but that was about it. Uh, it's been it's been really cool. The, they they redid. Uh, they actually put in a, a three lane highway each way recently within like the last couple of years 
here in Port St. Lucie. And when they did that, they put in a really nice wide sidewalk, you know, twists and turns and goes like for five miles. So it, that's what I've been on. And it's, it's been fantastic, man. Really enjoying it. And I'm cool. just getting quicker every day. Like, uh, like 30, 35 minutes now was taking me like probably 40. Nice. So yeah, that's, that's all I've been up to, man. I haven't even touched anything hobby related. Uh, really can't say that I've done anything. Just been, it's been super busy, yeah. you know, cause I'm trying to get things as you can imagine, you know, I'm, I'm going to this kid's house, helping them out with stuff too, still. And just trying to get things set up around here the way I like it. So what about who you got? Who wants to go next? Oh, I can go next. All right. Um, I have been working like mad. Um, as you all know, I picked up like a shitload of overtime. Um, Get that money. Oh, yeah. And it's like I had taken like three weeks off from like picking up any extra hours. I was taking my days off because we had the outbreak. I didn't want to like overload the schedule with like, you know, a whole bunch of extra shifts and then have, you know, me come down sick and then scheduling person's just going to be like, what the fuck? What do I do now? So I didn't want to do that, but um, now that, you know, COVID is out of my building, um, I just started picking up like crazy hours. It's like, for example, mon- uh, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, doubles. Um, and then, of course, Tuesday, working eight, and then uh, Wednesday, Thursday, doubles, Friday, eight, and then Saturday, Sunday, I'll do it all over again. Wow. So it's like, with that being said, I haven't done really anything hobby related other than being on Discord, which it was kind of a short Discord night. I, by the time everybody logged off, it was like nine thirty, ten o'clock here, so it, nobody was on late. A few people showed up. Uh, Darren was on there briefly, um, and then of course, uh, you know, Jimmy Tate was on there. He's nice. Jimmy Tate. Dude. Yeah, Jimmy Tate. Cool. <clears throat> And then uh, I worked throughout the weekend. Um, and with me pulling all this crazy ass overtime, I'm kind of going to put it out there as far as like the, the reasons for my madness. For one, I'm going to Urcha this year. Uh, it's going to happen. I've been trying for several years and it never works out right in the cards. So this year I'm going, I'm probably going to be there like, late thursday and then i'm gonna stay friday saturday and then come home sunday so it's like i'm trying to get things prepped up and ready um which i get paid like right before the event so it's gonna be even nice (laughs) yeah well it's like the next week from my payday right and then when i get back like a couple days go by i get paid again so it's like nice I've got that event coming up, um, and then I've got Owatonna, which I'll be talking about that later on in news and announcements. And then I've got another event that I'm going to kind of wrap up the season for the most part. Um, So I'm trying to not only go to events, and then not to mention I've got to order parts, but no thanks to uh, Telemoto. I kind of want a motorcycle. Ugh. Oh, my God. 
And no, I'm not. I I'm think not we're going to need to find a new host. Uh, <laughs> we're taking applications now. Uh, and I now, think uh, Ian wait a minute, will be wait transferring a to the Telemoto podcast. I have, I have a huge question, though, dude. Like, it's fine to want a motorcycle, but what kind of motorcycle? Is it going to be one of those little motorcycles, or is it going to be an actual uh, motorcycle? like A cruiser. A cruiser. Uh, yeah. I, I don't have the need for speed. Um, trails would be cool, but I want something that I'm just going to really enjoy. Um, and then not to mention learn on, and then if maybe a project. Um, I, I kind of had a little bit of downtime on the weekend. Things were a little bit more chill during the 16-hour shift, so I was kind of like looking at motorcycles and stuff. It was like, man, I want to ride. I want to learn how to ride. And really, the only the biggest thing I've actually ridden was a dirt bike, and I flipped that in over end. <clears throat> uh, I mean, I'm not I'm not trying to bust anybody's chops if they're riding, but I got my chops busted for having a little Kawasaki. Um, like ZX6 back in the day. It was my brother that did the chop busting and he was, but he was still, we still rode together. So it was fine. Yeah. Right. Right. You know, I just and had to ride behind everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Second rate says, and get back there with that Kawasaki. Yeah. <laughs> what were they all yes. riding? Harley's? Were they all choppers yeah. and stuff? Yeah. Yeah. Like all custom sh- shit. Yeah. yeah. Crazy shit. Cool. Yeah. It's- See what I'm wanting to get is you know something in the cruiser variety. It's like you know, I've I, I've I've gone to dealerships before. Like last year, I, I went and kind of tested the waters as far as getting a bike, and then you know I sat on a few. I mean, at first I was kind of thinking something along the lines of the Sportsters because I'm not going cross country on them or anything crazy like that. It's going to be more local cruising around, but it's like think i want a little bit more than a sportster but i started looking at like the the soft tails and stuff like that and then as far as affordability for me it's like eh, let's see what honda's got so i'm thinking probably somewhere along the lines of like a, a shadow 600 something like that because let's face it harleys are they, they hold their value pretty good i mean even for i don't know man that used to be really true and you know back in the day when you had all those custom motorcycle companies, yeah, you know, Big Dog and Ultima and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, they were they were, dude. I can't believe the prices now of like used Harleys. Like they're like ten thousand dollars less than what they used to be. Like oh, they used man. to be like eighteen thousand dollars easy, and now you can get the same motorcycle for like eight. Wow, it's crazy. Because I stopped by. There's a guy up. local to me here. Before I bought the bicycle, I was like, um. And now that I say bicycle, it's so funny that I'm busting anybody's chops for riding anything. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I looked at a few, and I, I just walked around that place, and I was like, "Man, I can't like I couldn't. You couldn't trust a full. You couldn't touch a like a full dresser for like less than fifteen, eighteen used. You know. And now they're like, I'm seeing them for seven, eight grand. It's that's it's just crazy to me. Yeah, it's, and it's like compared to like uh, some of the prices of the Shadow, and really Harley Davidson, like their parts are expensive. Yeah, uh, I was around whenever uh, my dad was dumping money into his Harley, and just every little thing he was putting in it, he was spending like four or five hundred dollars easy. And well, yeah, they say HD <clears throat> doesn't stand for Harley Davidson; stands for a hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it means every bit of it. He had a uh, 2010 Heritage uh, Softail. Oh, nice. Beautiful beautiful bike 
but he easily had like 20 grand wrapped up in it just in the first year. Yeah. And that was just replacing out Chrome parts. He even went as far as replacing out the forks because he wanted to, you know, a different set of forks on it. Oh man. Christ. Wow. Yeah. He, he dumped some serious cash in it. Um, that's why you buy a heritage though. Oh yeah. Because of the forks and I, I couldn't see swapping them out. I might rip the front fender off, but, I don't know if I'd swap out the forks on the thing. They're gorgeous. And speaking of, you know, Heritage Softail, last week my sister was at work and she works for a bank. And I don't know if it was like a customer or somebody that was actually delivering the mail, but uh, somebody in a mail van backed into my sister's bike that she has literally had for like a couple weeks. Oh, man backed right into the front wheel and pushed it back into the curb. Really all the damage was in the front, mm-hmm. but she didn't find out until she got home because I mean, it's a black heritage soft tail. It's like a 2013 or some shit. And she got home and noticed this big, massive dent on the fender. And then she went back to her work and reviewed the video and it got pushed back like two or three feet. And then the driver pulls up parks next to it and as they're coming into the bank, she like looks back and notices there's a there's a motorcycle there. So it's like the guilt is like literally all of, all in the video. But uh, yeah, I guess uh, my sister's actually suing her for like the deductible and everything. And then uh, I guess the post office is actually their insurance is covering the damage on the bike. I'm not really sure on. Other than the fender, which I'm sure they're going to be replacing out some other stuff anyway. Because you got to figure that, you know, when you take it to a bike shop and they see what kind of impact it was, they're going to know exactly what to replace anyway. Right. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, that sucks. Oh, yeah. I mean, technically it's a hit and run, so I don't know what else is happening other than that. But it was like, yeah. oh, shit. Right. <clears throat> but, um. But yeah, uh, like I said, I wanted to kind of explain like why I'm working so much. It's like that that getting a bike is definitely one of them. But I want to be able to hit some more events and stuff before the year wraps up. That and I've got you know I've got the opportunity to work the overtime, so I am. Yeah, get it while you can, right? Absolutely. Exactly before the kids start <laughs> school and Excuse me. Mm-hmm. f my schedule all up for sure. <laughs> yeah. So what's new with you, Steve? All right. So Kevin kind of reminded me of my um, bathroom remodeling project is 99% done. Um, Everything's pretty much done. Um, The only thing I have to do is like, you know, the towel rack and the toilet paper holder and the little hand towel rack. I just got to mount those on the wall. But like everything's installed, everything's painted, toilet, everything, sink, vanity. I made everything fit. Like it's all done. Everything is caulked and painted and like done, done, you know. So nice. So yeah, I'll get that last bit done a little later this week. Uh, but yeah, I'm tired. I'm ridiculously tired. Um, I know it's probably my <laughs> third or fourth time saying that in this episode already. Um, it's because I went to Ohio Heli Throwdown, and not just because of the Throwdown, but um, you know, which also we'll talk about a little bit later on, but. Um, after the Friday and Saturday of the, the throwdown, um, you know, I brought my family with me. So it was a family trip 
And the family trip portion was going to Cleveland, and we did a, a bunch of stuff there. Um, it rained pretty much the whole rest of the weekend, um, the Sunday and Monday that we were there. But we made the best of it. Um, you know, did the Museum of Natural History. Uh, we went to, they don't call it like Chinatown or, or K-Town or, you know, whatever. They call it right. Asian Town. So we went to Asian Town. <laughs> and we went to a restaurant, though. You know, we wanted to get some... Korean food or something different so we're just like let's try it down here see how it is or up here I guess and uh, yeah it was good found a good place a good local place it seemed like um, yeah food wasn't nice. too expensive and it was a lot of it and yeah we couldn't even finish it like we were full so that was good um, nice. and then like we were tired because of the event you know being at a, at a fun fly with the with the family um, they're all out in the sun and they're not used to being on the sun like that you know so Everyone was pretty tired, so we kind of relaxed the rest of that Sunday. But uh, on Monday, uh, we checked out a hotel. Uh, we we're only spending one night over there in Cleveland, and but we did the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, um, and that was a lot of fun. Oh, we did go bowling on on Sunday night too. So yeah, that's another reason why we were pretty beat. Um, but yeah, we uh, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, dude. That place, freaking awesome. It's cool. There's a lot of stuff there. I took a lot of pictures. I'll be posting them uh, soon, as soon as I get to go over them. But, yeah, there's, there's so much stuff there, like, between memorabilia and just, like, you know, people's, like, musicians, their stuff. You yeah. Know, outfits to uh, their instruments, like, seeing, like, the guitar that, like, you know, Kurt Cobain, you know, um, destroyed on stage you know like with the drill and everything nice. it was there it's just cool like the things that they had um all the different bands they they paid you know tribute to and stuff um but another cool thing was on the um was the, like the i won't say it was the second floor they had like this section where like you can actually play like an instrument you know you can plug in and they'll like teach you like a couple like a beginning chorus of a song or a beginning like of a you know of a of a song and, and kind of teach you but so there's a guitar, there's bass, and there's also drums. So I was like, oh, oh boy. cool. Let me go bang on some drums. So I did that for a little bit. Um, so that was fun. Uh, I would have picked too. up the guitar, dude, and oh, immediately yeah. started playing Stairway to Heaven. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> no. But, uh, yeah, you know, I picked up the guitar and kind of played a little bit and played a couple of licks real quick. But I was like, oh, yeah, I don't remember anything anymore. Wow, it's been a while, you know. Yeah. Um, it was cool, though. Well, you know, it was fun. Kids loved it too. They had a lot of fun, surprisingly, you know. Because, uh, That's cool. You know, and Chloe, Chloe's, you know, she's like, oh, okay, started to see all the cool stuff and kind of got into that. And then, like, Hunter was like, he found a pinball machine that was a, it was an Aerosmith pinball machine and okay. it was free to play. And he was like st stuck on that machine, like, dee -dee -dee, constantly wanted to play it. It was so cute, but he was kind of like, cool. come on, let's move up. <laughs> let's go up. There's four more floors. Um, the thing's six floors. Wow. It's actually bigger than I thought it would be too. Um, now six floors. I'm gonna. I don't want to. I don't want to spoil it. But it's it's you know it's cool. It's definitely. If you haven't checked it out, go check it out. Um, yeah, it wasn't even expensive. I don't even think it was like. I think it was like seventeen bucks a ticket or something like that. I don't remember. It wasn't a lot though. Okay. That's that's cool, man. That's something I would love to do. My mm -hmm. wife would be like ready to go in like five minutes like she i don't think she like like i like looking at stuff and reading it and thinking all right where was i would i know this what i remember have i seen yeah. that that concert or whatever you know yeah. maybe i was there or whatever 
Oh yeah. Or, uh-huh. So and and I also look at like the size. Like oh some my of the people, God. it's amazing yeah. how small they are. At, the Rolling right? Stones, their outfits, they're tiny. Their <laughs> outfits were tiny. They look like little boys' outfits. And I'm saying that, and I'm not a big guy either. But like those outfits wouldn't fit me. And I'm like, what? And then you see the Beatles outfit and you're like, wait, the Beatles were actually like bigger statue people than the Rolling Stones? Damn. Who yeah, so that, that's something that I always find interesting too. Mm-hmm. Um, what I thought was really cool was, uh, all the writings. So all the, the hand drawn, like notations and music and the writing studio stuff, studio stuff. Oh man. And they they had a huge, huge, like, I guess the, the thing is the Beatles is the display, but they had a huge Beatles display and they just had so much stuff. Um, that's cool. It was also cool the, the way they organized some of the. The uh, music, I guess, genres or categories, um, like more of the older rock and more of the, you know, maybe R&B and um, other influences of rock. They had them in like, like location based genres, almost like, you know, San Francisco between 1960 and 1975 and all oh, the okay. bands that were like popular and made it through those times, you know, in those in that area. So, so that's like, interesting. Like, you know, California or Southern California area and stuff. And. You know, they even had like in the Midwest and Cleveland, you know, obviously being in Cleveland, uh, they had a little section for Cleveland there, but it was cool. It was, it was, it was cool. And uh, of course they had, uh, this year was uh, Fruit Fighters was one of the, um, what do you call it? Um, nominees, right? The inductees uh, okay. for 2022. So I'm like, they had a huge display. They had like a huge corner display while everyone had like a little section of a wall. So I'm like, uh, which was right next to Randy Rose, which was like, Fucking dope, Randy Rhodes, you know? Yeah. Heck yeah. Um, but yeah, they had this huge thing, so I took a picture of it and I sent it to Daryl. <laughs> Daryl was like, yeah, you know, like, does this stuff look familiar? <laughs> Another tiny guy, Randy Rhodes, man. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Like yeah. how good of a guitar player he is. With, yeah. Like just being the smallest. Same with Steve Ray Vaughn, man. And Van Halen, too. He wasn't that big of a dude either. Well, back when he was younger, <laughs> he kind of got yeah. bigger. But yeah. Um, yeah, it's amazing. It, yeah, it is. Yeah, puts it in perspective, really. It sure does. It really does. Yeah, and that's cool that they divided it up by the country by location. Yeah, because I know that was like where music genres came from, right? You know. Yeah, like I'm like Styles. heavy metal thrash guy, and like there was Bay Area thrash, and then there was like New York City, right? You know, thrashers, yeah. West East Coast and West Coast yep. Coast thrash rapper rap music and stuff too you know they had definitely different flavor and different styles on the east and west coast yeah. which you know what's cool and there were florida florida metal bands that i know and there's yeah. wisconsin metal bands that i know you know yeah not and to mention uh, you know you know places where big music influences took off you know seattle is one of the biggest ones huge. the whole grunge yeah yeah huge um, yeah, it was awesome to see all that stuff. Like That's the cool. pop, you know, uh, records, which was the whole Seattle, like, you know, grunge. Oh you know, yeah. Period. That'd um, be so fucking cool to yeah, see, dude. It was cool stuff. I, I enjoyed it. I thoroughly enjoyed it, you know? Nice. Um, cool. And there's always music playing wherever you're going. And it's just cool. Like all the different types of music, all you're hearing all different songs from different bands. And as you walk through, there's like different, like bubbles of sound almost. And like because okay. like these little little theaters where they have the video clips playing of stuff, so it was it was it was really cool. It was a lot. 
there's a lot more to it than I thought it would be, you know? Like, I thought it'd just be, like, a lot of stuff, but I don't know. I just yeah, thought, you thought like it was... You walk through and you're done, right? But Like hard rock or something, right? Right, like, right, like that, everybody. yeah. Yeah. So, and it's not. It's it's definitely cool. something different. Okay. Um, beyond that, we'll kind of... So, that family trip, I'm just going to let you know why I'm so tired. I got home at about 11.30 last night. Oh, and damn. Because... So during the trip, I had a check engine light and my, you know, I need to get an oil change for the car. So I scheduled an appointment for the, to get my car service Tuesday morning at eight. But nonetheless, I have to wake up at six o'clock in the morning to get Hunter ready for school and, you know, take him to the bus stop. So basically I got home at 1130. I unpacked the car, the truck, because I had this car service. So I didn't want to have, leave all my helicopters and shit in the back. And then I showered. And by that time it was two in the morning. Oh, and then I woke up at six. Damn. And then I went to the dealership, did all of that this morning. Then 10 o'clock to 5 or 6 o'clock, I worked, you know, my normal shift, you know. And today's Tuesday, so it's all meetings, like pretty much meeting fucking the whole day was meeting. So I had to be up and like uh, alert and do my job. And then, uh, yeah, and I'm here at 9 o'clock with... Running on four hours of sleep and I'm exhausted. Shit, I'm tired listening to you, man. <laughs> Damn, yeah. shit. But guess I what? My week was bad. <laughs> but I'm a trooper. I'm a pusher. I don't care. I fucking go for it because today at like five o'clock, I'm like, well, let me rewind a little bit, a little more context. Bef- I got my motor in. You know, I got I got a, a new motor in Eagle Drift, um, forty thirty HT, eight hundred kV. Pretty much the same motor I had on my. On, on the raw, the not the raw, the Puma. And okay. it's the raw Puma, right? Okay. So I got that motor in today or over the weekend, and I'm like, oh, man, I have four batteries that I charged up at Ohio, and I didn't fly them so because of the rain and shit, and I just you know didn't want to fly too much at night. And I'm like, ah, oh, I got to burn these packs. So I'm like, oh, I got this new motor. I might as well install it. So at lunch, I made some lunch. While I was making lunch, I installed that motor into the 580. We did the, the 70% YG setup gov and, and all that in the driveway and got that set up. And I had those four packs, so I went to the school and at 5 o'clock, and I did four flights today. Nice. Um, Damn. Yeah. So I'm running the 800 kV motor with a proper 21-tooth pinion, uh, more properly geared. Um, and, wow, what a difference it makes to be geared right. So just to give a little context, I was running a 1080 kV, so 6S uh, motor setup, pretty much. 6 or, you know, you can get by with 7S by, you know, gearing it. But uh, running an 18-tooth pinion, the smallest pinion I can get to get it geared, my ESE endpoints was 40, 50, and 50, like 65 on my ESE because of the gearing. And to try to get my head speeds of about 19... 21 and 23. Damn. So now with this 800 kV motor on 8S, and just remind you, this is an 8S setup, so the, you know, the 8S voltage. Um, with a 21 tooth pinion, now I'm, I'm on a proper like 9.8 to 1 gear ratio. Like it's very, you know, it's normal. <laughs> like it's more in the range in the middle of the spectrum instead of being on the, on the completely one side, right? Um, 
it has made a world of difference in my flight time. Now, my previous flight time on about 1900, 1800 head speed, I can get about four minutes. And that's like four minutes of me just kind of cruising around flying, like some 3D, some, you know, flipping and flopping around. But, you know, it's, it's not a crazy fast head speed, so I'm not doing it very aggressively and fast. But, you know. That's about right. four minutes tops. Now, if I go straight to bank three, which is about 22 back then um, with the old motor setup um, and fly that, like it is a three minute flight, like two, two minutes and 50 seconds if I'm really, really heavy on it. But it's, it's like a, a, a good three minute flight tops. Now at 19, 20 now, so I did 19, 20, 2100 ish and then 2350 and that is now 75 85 and 92 or 93 so way better in the ESEM points right the um the output right um more in range of what the ESE wants what i think the, what you know i guess at that point the motor doesn't care but what the ESE wants and at 1920 flying it pretty heavily like on the sticks like constantly flipping it flying it pushing it popping it you know like stopping and doing all my stuff solid five minute flight <laughs> solid five nice. minute flight. yeah <clears throat> if i do a mix of 1920 21 and 23 like kind of like maybe a minute or so of each that's a solid four minute flight and running at these three different like you know multiple head speeds you know like basically 19 21 and then like about a minute and 23 like just kind of like burn the pack off you know and I'm still doing yeah. about four minute flights. Wow. So way Damn. better, way better um, flight times with the proper gearing. And my packs are not changing. I'm still using the same 8S, 4,000, 4,500 packs that I made, you know, or, or the stick pack you can buy. Not stick pack, but the uh, series pack you can buy. And um, they're awesome uh, for this 580, 600 setup that I have. Um, they work. I mean, to me, they work perfectly fine. Single, still single pack for me to charge, and um, you know they perform well. I don't. I mean, nothing gets hot on the thing, you know. With the that proper must be gearing now, punchy-ish too, right? Mm -hmm. Like it's light. more so than yeah, than the six S. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, like twenty one hundred bank two. If I just do a full collective climate, it doesn't ever sag. It just goes, you know, like you hear the tail kind of whine at first and then hold. It just goes, it just goes, you know? Yeah. Like, I don't feel it like, oh, you know, like I'm too heavy in the, the pack. It's going to sag too much or, you know, like I don't, I don't worry about right, the batteries right. like I would if I was flying 6S on a 600, you know, I'm running 603s, right? On a 600 uh, heli. So, yeah. Hmm. Nice, dude. Yeah. Okay. Uh, let's, I guess, go into the main topic here. Okay. Uh, the main topic. Yeah, let me get some water since I guess I'm going to be talking some more. Dude, just to, what to add to your, you know, story about the ADAS. You know, I was going to say, but I can't really compare it. I was going to mention that, you know, I get five minutes on the 690, but I'm not doing ADAS. I'm doing yeah, if 12S. I did, if I did 12S on, uh, on the 580, I would be able to get six minutes, you know, easy. Yeah. Um, when you have higher yeah. voltage... And you, you're still running around the same capacity as me, you know, right? You're about 4,500s, right? But uh, Yeah, but I wouldn't go up. I mean, I know it's, you know, 
690 versus 600. Mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't go up to the RPMs that you're at. I'm like, I think I'm 1950 or something like that. Yeah. With my high head speed. I mean, the way I look at it, the RPMs is, it's going to counteract like your blade mass and, and everything else. So like, yes, I'm spinning a little bit faster, but they're smaller blades or easier to spin compared to right, blades right. that are longer and heavier. Um, and I like and that slower. flight time. Yeah. At first I was like, uh, after like three minutes, I'm like, all right, now what am I going to do? The same shit I've been doing, you know, yeah, basically. but I do like Repeat the five minute again. flight time. <laughs> yeah. Nah. I think it's comfortable. It's not too long. It's not too short. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think five, six minutes is a good flight. Like it's yeah. a good amount of flight time. And yes, if you don't feel like it, you can stop at three and a half, four minutes and you'll be right at that three, eight, five mark. Right. Right. You know, if, if you yep. were to choose that, if you had that, that five to six minute flight time. Right. So, yeah. so, you know, so that's good, right? So you can easily do three minute flights and get all your packs fifty percent, or you can do your six minutes and you know get close to nitro times, right? So yeah. Okay, right. Let's go into the main topic here: the Ohio Heli Throwdown. All right. <sighs> nice. Yeah. So this was a trip. Um, it took me and my family about seven and a half hours to get up there. Um, left around like, I don't know, it's about nine o'clock. We didn't make it out too late, but, um, you know, with some stopping for food and gas and, you know, oh, I got to pee, but we just stopped, you know, type of deals. Um, yeah, you got the whole family <laughs> with you. Yeah. Imagine. You know, we got there around, uh, we got to the hotel around five thirty, which was fine. You know, that's about the time. Like I wanted to get there about an hour earlier and get to the field by like five thirty, but that was fine. Um, got checked in, got settled in a little bit, and then we ended up heading out to the field. Got there around like 6.37. It was still daylight. Uh, got a couple of flights in, you know. Um, hung out with some folks, you know, met up with a whole bunch of people. I'll kind of go through some of that, uh, some of those lists of folks. But, uh, you know, it was good. Good kind of like first like half day, I guess you want uh, you can call it. Um, you know, people are still flying. Uh, people are doing some night flights, which is awesome. Um, night flights with blades, night flights without, uh, you know, magic blades and all that stuff. So it's the cool stuff. Um, people are throwing down, you know, we had a couple of folks, uh, really, really flying really well. So, um, but nice. we'll kind of go to Saturday and Saturday got a chance to fly a whole bunch and, and, you know, oh, actually let me rewind to Friday night, Friday night. Um, me and, and Gucci, uh, Dan to react, we, uh, as our, as we normally try to do, uh, close out the night session with some M2 or Logo 200 flights. <laughs> and, right. um, you know, was it the first flight? I think it was the first flight. Yeah, I think uh, I think the first flight, you know, we're flying in tandem, but, you know, when tandem can sometimes turn into a combat. Um, oh, boy. We were doing pretty good. There were some interesting close calls. Very, very interesting close calls, you know. And um, Yeah, I was flying the shit out of the Logo 200, the M2neo, and having tons of fun. And uh, towards the end of the flight, you know, we kind of both, uh, I would say, survived. But I had enough juice to just do one more front flip while I was kind of doing a landing slash touch and go. And, you know, 
I, I guess while I was thinking about doing that, um, Dan decided to land too. And as he was coming down, I kind of did a front flip. Like I kind of touched my landing gears and did a front flip. Right okay. into his helicopter as he was landing tail down. Coming oh, back, no. And I went right into it. It's like, woo. That was a nice uh, nice collision in the air, um, I have to say. So, so that was fun. It wasn't too bad. You know, blades, link or two and... I don't know. It wasn't like a lot of damage for either one of our helis. Um, funny because, uh, you know, we, we get his helicopter fixed and get mine fixed. And um, I don't know what happened. I think I took off and I was like, okay, I'm fine, but I need to charge the batteries. I forgot what it was. And I didn't, I didn't fly, but he took off and he was fine. But then he like, when like he like took off hover and just tried to flip it, but he was a bank what if what smashed oh, right to the ground, broke the brand new blades right off. Uh, or one uh, of the blades right off. Uh <laughs> yeah, it was just funny. It was just like, okay, you know, and then and then we ended up fixing that again. But uh yeah. I think uh I don't know, I think that was it though after that. Um Dude, he knows better than that. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh then then, you know. Saturday came around, um, you know, I was there probably around, I think I got there around like 12, you know, and, and to be honest, that was early trying to get the family up and, and ready and, and breakfast and, and then, you yeah. know, so, um, so we got there registered, uh, started flying, did a whole bunch of flights. I did more flights at this fun flight than my usual. So to be honest, you like, you know, besides like Urcha or something big, um, most of the events, if I'm there only like two days or a day and a half, I might do like two flights. Like sometimes I go to RCHL and like I'll do two flights in that, that weekend, you know, it's not a big yeah. deal. <clears throat> but this time, I mean, I think before I even got, because in the afternoon it kind of started getting cloudy and, and like it rained for a little bit before even that came in. I think I got, I don't know. Like, I don't know. I would say like five or six flights in. And then I got a couple more after, um, you know, and I kind of went with that cycle for a while. I was flying the 580. So, yeah, I'll talk what I brought. Um, because I was bringing the family, didn't have much room in the truck. So uh, I brought just my my Puma and the Raw 580. And my thoughts were basically, um, I wanted to bring Nitro, but, you know, I just didn't have the room. My, my thoughts were basically, I'm going to mimic what I'm going to bring to uh, um, Phoenix. To the Southwest Rodeo. Okay. So basically having a single pack that can power two helicopters, two different airframes. So if I crash one or if I want to fly 700 versus a 600, you know, I can. Um, but they both use the same as 8S packs. So, you know, it's just kind of seeing what this would be like to have the options. Like, you know, is it enough variety or like do I even need to bring the, the, the 580 or the Puma? Like, do I just bring one helicopter? Like... Right. Like if I crash, I crash out. I don't even care. You know, I'm not, I don't care if I crash, but I don't care if I get crashed and I don't have anything else to fly. Like, oh, big deal. Now I get to hang out and have some drinks and party with the rest of the guys. Like, you know, like it doesn't bother me, right? (laughs) Um, To crash out of an event. So, so like, do I bring one? Do I bring both? Um, And I, I think this test was good to do because I actually found enjoyment bringing both and flying both. Um, I, I fly the 600 a little more carelessly than the Puma. The Puma, 
moves so much faster and so much floatier that inadvertently I fly it higher and, and farther because it's just like it moves like that's that much more. Um, but the 580 or 600, you know, the 580 raw, I just kind of smack it around like, you know, like I've crashed it a billion times and I just don't care. So so it, it's nice to actually have both as an option, you know. Maybe start off with the 580, kind of get that warm-up, get that get the uh, jitters out of you, right? Like all your nerves right. and stuff, flying at a new field, flying with, in front of new people, right? Get that out of you and, you know, and throw some smacking movements and just kind of like stick bang for a bit and have fun, right? And then, okay, you know, let me do some more like big air stuff with the Puma and have fun with that and, and you know, have that like different aspect of flight you know that i can do with that um so it's nice to have both so yeah i think i'm gonna try to do both and i i think i might i'm still contemplating if i need even to get um to do the the uh golf case versus the suitcase so but we'll see um let's see this you know this fun fly is great um i'll go over to people obviously uh the, the I forgot David's last name, but you know he was the CD of the event, and and then Dan um, Terriak was kind of I guess the main promoter of the event. Um, but it was great. Yeah, it was it was it was a great event. They threw very well. It was very well organized. It seemed um, <coughs> the field is nice. Uh, they have a paved runway that used to be a drag strip, so it's a pretty long paved runway that's pretty flat and level. Um, nice. you know, sliding autos are something you can definitely do, but you know, it is asphalt it'll <laughs> just sandpaper right through your plastic skids. So yeah, true. be mindful of that. Um, but it's cool. You know, they do, it, it is nice. Um, they had corn in the back. Uh, the field was co- covered pretty much in corn. Um, it wasn't too high of corn. It wasn't like Frederick corn where you're like, you feel like you have to fly at 10 feet and above because that's as it's high like as the right corn. There. Right. Yeah. 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 No, this corn was like, you know, maybe five feet high. Like, it, it was like half of it. So, it didn't feel that bad. Um, and it was more of the, it was like, you know, it was younger, fresher corn. Like, it wasn't dried out stalks that would kill your helicopter if you try to cut any of it, you know? So, so that was nice, too. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah. Dan uh, got, got a chance to uh, hang out with Mike Sobe again. Catch up with him. Oh, jeez, how's nice. he doing? <coughs> he's doing good. He's doing good. Yeah, you know, he's he's had some you know helicopter woes again. Uh, it's unfortunate, you know. I I wish the guy to have some luck with his damn nitros, man. You know, mm. I want him to be flying and and enjoying it, but uh, he did have some woes that he had to deal with. But uh, yeah, it was good to see Mike and, and Dana. Um, who else? Todd and Candy Dudek. Um, and Brittany was there. Uh, Geoff. Um. I forgot his last name. Uh, and those are my, my usual Ohio crew that I, I normally see when, you know, they come down to, uh, like, Spring right. Fling or Urcha, you know, those events. Um, you know, those are, you know, quote-unquote, the Ohio crew. Um, awesome that we had some, I'm going to call it the, now, they're really the Virginia crew, but I'm going to say my RCHO Virginia folks. And this is uh, Lamont, Cliff and Maddie. And and he's an honorary, even though he's from Michigan. Kerry Brooks, he's an honorary RCHO, right? Um, yeah. And Andy and Tima were there. Uh, so that was great. 
Um, it was great to see Andy again. Shit, I feel like I haven't seen him in Queen City. Well, we saw him in Queen City, yep. Yeah. That was it. That Queen was last City? year, yeah, last Queen September. Was, yeah, Queen City was a lot while ago. Was, right? Yeah, last September. Mm-hmm. So so it was good to see him and Tima. Um, and it was also good to see kind of that Northeast crew, which is Greg Barbudo, um, Mike and Lauren Welsh, um, Ron and Chorus Jr. and Charlie Crespo Sr., you know. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, Chris Diamante and, um, and his girl. Um, I'm trying to think who else. Did, um, did uh, Ed Johnson make it out with, with Greg? No. I think Yeah, I think he's pretty much done so with the hobby. But yeah, yeah no, no, Ed. Um, uh, Bob Heister, Easter? Yeah, Bob Heister was there. It's good to see him. He was flying his Goblin 700. I did a little live video where he put like a deer head thing. Oh, uh, <laughs> yeah, I saw that one. Yeah, yeah, I saw pretty, that. yeah it was pretty cool. Um, and then someone, knows, I guess, uh, it's like, you know, I'm friends with on, uh, on Facebook, Kyle. Um, I don't know how to say your last name. Spilas, 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 I don't know. But, um, yeah, it was good to meet him and kind of chat with him and, and get to know him. Um, there's a bunch of folks too, you know, other folks that I, I recognize and I, I, I always forget, I'm forgetting their name just because I haven't hung out with them enough, but, uh, it was great to see everyone. Um, so uh, cool, man. Yeah. It looked uh, like a lot of fun, man. I mm-hmm. saw some really good video. Yeah. Looked like, yeah. looks like a lot of fun. Yeah, it was. I enjoyed it. Um, and the kids enjoyed it and, and so did Maria. So, so that, you know, that's cool. It was cool. Um, they had some good stuff. They had some drag racing, some amateur competitions. Um, I don't recall if they did an auto rotation contest. I don't think so. But yeah, those are the two main competitions I saw, and uh, I gotta give it. We gotta give it up to Todd Dudek. He took uh, first place on the drag race, and I didn't catch who won on the amateur comp. It was a, uh, it was a father son, pilot you know group. Um, the father won the amateur contest, and then the son also competed. Which the son was put into like a junior class with Maddie. Um, okay. You know, which they're both winners, I guess. Participation award. Um, but yeah, uh, it was awesome though to see, you know, these, the, you know, the amateurs, I guess, or are they, they're amateurs in pilot skill, not by sponsorship, but some of them were sponsored. So I thought that was kind of interesting. But, uh, you know, it's cool. Cool, man. Sounds like a great time. It was. Yeah. Really. Yeah. Um, yeah. They had a really good, like, I I like their field because the layout was nice. It's because it's a drag strip. It's, you know, at least a quarter mile long, right? If not longer. Right. And um, so it's easy to get, like, you know how, like, you go to certain fields and, like, you have to kind of fight for, like, that prime spot around center field to get, like, a nice spot on the flight line? But this yeah. felt like the whole thing was like that. So the clubhouse was offset on the left side of the runway, of the paveway, the paved okay. runway. Uh, it was the left side. So, like, basically you can just line up campers and trailers and all your stuff just right down that flight line, you know? So, like, nice. Dan will set up all the way at the end, and then it was, like, Greg and and um, and Mike, and then, like, I had my, like, pop-up set up, and then there was other folks there, you know, and it's kind of spread out like that and it was cool you know to kind of have like your own section right there right to the flight line you can fly right there pretty much you know even there's really technically two flight boxes it kind of like 
you know, if you're on that side, you kind of go to that flight box. That side, you go to that flight box, and you know, it worked. Um, food. I feel like food. we talk about food a lot now on this show, huh? <laughs> so well, I'm hungry all the time. Yeah, me too. I'm hungry. I'm biking now. to work, mm. constantly eating. Yeah, I bet you got oh, bad calories to burn. That Eric shoe, what? <laughs> Eric shoe don't help much when it comes to food at a fun fly. Well, dude, you got Eric that that puts stuff together, and Jay and Cliff, man, mm-hmm. especially in Northeast area, or and then you me know. who wants to go eat out every moment I I can get, you know. My God, Cliff has fed me. I can't even tell you how many times. Mm-hmm. Like, as you're walking by here, yeah. <laughs> well, know? it's like, well, it's like, holy shit! Have you seen the the Bloody Marys he's been posting and sharing? Yeah. It on? It's like, oh my God! Yeah, I don't, I don't understand that though. Like, that's the way it should be. <laughs> no, but like he's posting it, but like he's just sharing this like bars post about this weird drink with the seafood and filet mignon on it. And I'm just like, well, has he? Is he hasn't gone and gotten it yet? So did, like, oh, did he have it? Yeah. No, he uh, hasn't. He's he's waiting for Urcho. Is that is that uh, like it? Is oh. it, it, it's in Raleigh? It's in Raleigh. Yeah. Uh, I, don't know. Uh, I don't know. Does Raleigh have like fresh seafood? <laughs> I guess. I mean, they're closer to the hey, coast than I am. If they can get fresh seafood to Vegas, they can get it anywhere. <laughs> yeah. Is it really fresh seafood? That's you know. Is a desert. But it's still on ice. It's not really like. Fresh. Yeah, I mean, if you want fresh seafood, you got to come down here because the boat yeah. pulls up, right. and then oysters are here. Yeah, and all the yep. you know the bars and local restaurants go and get that stuff fresh. I have I have literally been to a place called the Oyster Deck where they were like, "Hold on, your twelve dozen the boats coming in right now." Yeah, yeah. wash it. And I actually crack had it that happen. There you go. Nice. Damn. So, no, but the food was great. Um, I'm not sure who, like, I don't know the exact situation of who catered it, like the, the, the people that were working it, but they are awesome. They had nice. all these different choices. I mean, okay. Now, was it the club themselves doing it or was it, it like was food like, trucks? Or? No, no, no. I think it was a club, but I think like the club might have hired someone or the club was, I'm not sure 100%. And, you know, I'm sorry that uh, I didn't get this right, but I did take pictures of their menu. Nice. So for breakfast, they had bacon sausage or breakfast burritos, you know, but they had like bacon, egg and cheese or sausage egg and cheese sandwiches, breakfast burritos, hash brown. They had pulled pork sandwiches, pork nachos, pork fries, pork tater tots, pork bowls. They had hamburger, cheeseburgers, hot dogs, chili dogs, cheese dogs, chili cheese dogs, sausages, brats, grilled cheese, um, hot dogs, you know, chicken fingers, uh, french fries, pepperoni rolls, nachos and cheese, loaded nachos, walking tacos, soft pretzels. Oh, man. Loaded fries. You know, regular fries, loaded fries, cheese fries, chili cheese fries, like anything with chili and cheese. Um, (laughs) Chips, ice cream, brownie sundae, fruit salad with dip. Now, this fruit salad with dip. I'm going to kind of pause on that for a moment because there's something new that I've never tried before. And fruit salads, you know, whatever. Fruit fruit salads I've tried, you know. You got watermelon, some grapes, some melon, some cantaloupe, you know, and you mix all together. And you got a fruit salad and you you serve it out. But the dip, and I'm like, what is this dip? And it kind of looks like butter. To be honest, you know. Okay. And it like was melted butter. No, it was whipped 
butter, like very, very like whipped butter. Oh, on fruit? And you would think like whipped butter, like it was buttercream. That's what it was. Oh, okay. Butter to the point that it was buttercream, right? I guess with sugar then. So it was buttercream. And I was like, okay, it's, hmm, that seems weird. Having fruit that's kind yeah. of already sweet to then like having something buttery and sweet, you know? But okay. Well, I've seen kids put like sugar on strawberries or dip it in strawberries. Yeah, yeah, but sometimes strawberries can be tart, you know, when yeah. they're not fully no, ripe and stuff, right? So yeah. the sugar yeah. helps it. Um, sometimes people do like eat a tomato with salt, you know, because it'll get rid yeah, of the tartness like and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but um, so it's so, interesting to to dip this and try it, and I did. I dipped a piece of watermelon into this buttercream, shoved it down my mouth, and started chewing and. Well, God done it. It works. For some reason, the sweetness of the cream and the watermelon, and it just works. Weirdly, it tastes okay. It tastes good. It was the weirdest thing I've ever wow. ate. Um, but, yeah, it was cool. I enjoyed it, you know. That's cool. Yeah. So, yeah. So, you know, hats off to the folks that uh, did the, the catering, the, the cooking for the event, um, you know. They did a wonderful job. The prices were all very fair. Like all the things I was describing was like five, six dollars an item. Like the fruit salad with dip was three dollars, you know? And ice cream was ice cream sundae was like two dollars or no, it was five bucks. Because you got a brownie and ice cream and melted and all that stuff, you know? So But so reasonable, not No, crazy. yeah, totally reasonable. Totally and dude, reasonable. Dude, you're you're one that would definitely you you're I, I trust your barometer on stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you know. You you definitely would say, hey, this that was way overpriced. Yeah. Or, I eat out a lot. I know good. I know my bank for the right, buck, right. and I know my values, and I know when food is yeah. good and food's not. So, yeah, yeah. So that's cool. That's, that's really awesome. Cool. You know, yeah. So that was definitely a highlight, and and that was good because the family enjoyed that. Um, nice. Yeah. So, uh, let's see. Any other questions? I don't know if there's anything else to talk about i'm probably forgetting a whole bunch of shit um yeah hmm. but i don't know yeah well, I'm, I'm glad that many people made it up that way mm-hmm. yeah absolutely how, how is mike doing mike welch with his ankle and all that um or his leg his, his ankle his right foot his foot his, his ankle foot. and foot yeah now um you know he was walking he was standing on it but definitely there are times where like I'll look over and he's sitting in the on the on his um like you know gravity chair or whatever the the lawn chair I guess and he had his foot at one point in an ice bucket to try to like help the oh, swelling wow. and you know he did yeah. say like if he st- you know stands for for a while starts to swell up and you know starts to feel that pressure um so he'll get off the feet and he'll kind of recover and he can stand up for a couple hours again and stuff. So he's, he's dealing with it. He's doing well. He flew. Um, I mean, I saw him fly pretty much every helicopter. I think he brought at least for the scale birds. I know he flew the MD 500 and also the, uh, the one Oh nine that you know, I sold him, um, which is nice. great. Like it's awesome to see that bird. I know. Fly. Right. Um, every time I see that, I'm like, yeah, it's so cool to see that thing. fly. <laughs> And the uh, the cool, really cool part about it, when he flies that thing now, he like, there were times he was like, bam, bang, 45 degrees, like going over. I was like, damn. Damn. <laughs> He's pulling on it. Big freaking bird. Yeah. Dude. It's like, it's like, it feels like an 800 because, you know, yeah. it's just such a long fuselage. Yeah. yeah. Right. 
Yeah, so I was like, wow, that looked good. Damn. Uh, yeah, that was cool. So, dude, circling back to Mike Sobey, man, mm-hmm. is, was he flying anything? He said he had problems with nitros, but was he flying Yeah, I think all? he was flying the 580 the day before, and then I think he blew okay. the 580 the day before. So, like, that Friday, I, I didn't, you know, that maybe earlier in the day of Friday, I think. So, yeah, I, I don't know if he was flying something else, um, but, you know, it was just good to see him, hang out with him. Yeah, hell, know? yeah. Mike yeah. is such a good dude. I had so much fun with him. Mm-hmm. Just we immediately hit it off when we were joking around a lot. The yeah. first time I ever met him, and right, right, yeah, we. I always thought Mike was great. I, I, I know Dane is good people. I just have never really talked to her that much. Mm-hmm. And they, they got married just recently, didn't they? Or no? Am I mistaken about that? Or did they? I don't know. Or, I don't. I don't married know. Married or I know they're definitely engaged, but I thought they got married. Well, maybe that. I don't know. I you know I can't say for yeah. sure. So um, was Mike having fun though? It looked like he was having a good time. You know. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and he's that's a awesome. club member there, so I'm. You know, he was also helping out and stuff. All right. Yeah. So it was good. It was good. Uh, their night setup is really nice. They have like. These plug-in LED light towers are like on a PVC pole, <laughs> like and they're like DIY. It looks like, like they okay. have like a rail system with like a couple li- like four lights on it, and they basically put on top of this like you know six inch PVC pole, right? And then they put the whole pole up, and boom, they have a light tower, and they, they have nice. two of those, and then they have one rental that they put in the middle with the four lights you know pointing out as well. So, you know, technically they had three light towers. Um, wow. So the skies were pretty lit up, you know. It was pretty nice. And then you know, that's cool. For fun, I like to just. I like, even though there's light towers, I love a spotlight on a helicopter. It just makes yeah. the helicopter pop so much more um, against the rest of the background. Even you know because it's not just lighting up the background of the heli. It's lighting, and you know, like this is specifically lighting just the heli, and then every, you know, the spotlights get. I mean, not spotlight. The floodlights get everything else right. The construction lights. So. Yep. Right. So, um, yeah, so there's a bunch of night flights. Uh, I did try to record some. Um, yeah, I did what I could with the recordings. Uh, the cell service wasn't great, but it was good enough, I guess. I hopefully it came through all right. Some of the stuff I watched seemed okay. So, all right. Cool, man. I'm glad you got there safe, had a good time, got back safe. Yeah, that nice. travel back was a fucking shitstorm, though. That seven and a half hours was, it took us almost nine and a half hours, almost 10 hours because of the storm. Oh. Yeah, we had that crazy storm. Literally storm. Yeah. Oh, what? I didn't hear about it. Yeah. There's some storm that was going up like the northeast across from the Midwest, I guess. And then there's a storm that like just passed through like Virginia going up, you know, north to like New Jersey. So like we're coming. So like we... We basically skipped the Virginia storm because we were in Ohio, but we went through all of that Midwest storm up there that they had. They had some crazy temperatures. Like, <laughs> turn the news channel on, and it was like, North Dakota, South Dakota, they're all in the 95 degrees warning. Like, you know, like, wow. Like, warning everyone it's going to be above 95 degrees. Damn. I'm on this whole, like, strip in the middle, and I'm like, holy shit, that's really up north. That's like Canada north, and you're hitting 100 degrees. Yeah. It's like, damn. It was hot. Yeah. That's every day down here. Mm. It's like average yeah. or normal, I guess I should say. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, it's been 90s off and on. Yeah, it's all been, last week. It's been 90s in Virginia, but it's been very rainy. Like it rained a whole week, and I was, you know, I was gone. So, well, nice, dude. Okay. All right, let's move it on to. Do we have an Ian's tech tip? We do not, but I got one in the works for uh, the next one. Damn it, Ian. I've got a little bit more research to do on it before I make an ass of myself. So, (laughs) I like how you manage those expectations. I can hear Andy now that this is going to be spectacular. Mm. Besides, he would want to be here to hit the button. Right. Absolutely, he would. Exactly. Yep. So, get well soon, Andy. All right. Then let's uh, pivot over to what's Kevin's watching. What is, right. this, what is so, this thing called? Is it called What's Kevin's Watching? I don't, I don't know. What's Kevin Watching? Or, I, don't I don't know. know. No. How, we got a name. What was it last time? Did we name it something? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what you guys. Kevin. I'm going to call it. Kevin's Netflix? No. <sighs> Binging with Kevin. Kevin. I don't know. We'll come back there. We'll think of a title for it. But yeah, go ahead. What are you watching these days? Maybe the listeners have something. Yeah. Like enough already moving on. Talk about RC shit. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Well, dude, so since I got the whole place to myself, more or less here, and I set up a TV downstairs, I still have my daughter's Netflix account on it. So I was watching <laughs> I was watching a couple old older films that I'd actually seen before. But I, I usually am drinking heavily while I'm watching it, <laughs> and watching one movie, so uh-huh. I never really got through it. But it's a movie you probably heard of, um, um, Robert Downey Jr. did um, the Sherlock Holmes movie. Yeah, he did a couple. And, yeah, and it's the second one that mm-hmm. the Book of Shadows that I watched, yeah. and I've seen both of them. Like I, I really like the first one. <laughs> yeah, really like the first one. Mm-hmm. I never really watched the second one all the way through because I was always drinking, like I said. But this time I actually sat. I had. I did have a couple of drinks, but and I but I sat and actually watched this movie all the way through, and I was like, this is a damn good movie. Like you don't really need to watch the first one, but the first one is pretty cool mm-hmm. in some of the some of the ways they they do things in the film like the way he thinks about how he's going to interact with in a fight scene before it actually happens mm-hmm. it kind of plays out in the second film too and to know that from the first film would be nice going into second film but dude second film is really good like it's a it's a no-name film that probably nobody's seen um or you've you've known about it and you just never watched it but uh yeah that's i highly recommend that film because you pay attention to the to what's going on it's it's actually a really good film really really well written except i gotta do something about my sound because in a lot of these movies they're whispering a lot and the whisper comes across so yeah. so bad and Netflix so low. in general i think does that yeah. like they have kind of shitty voice quality sometimes over the music like the music will be too loud and the voice will be too low yeah and and, and, and then the action is like yeah, boom, boom, boom. Yeah. yeah, and I've been doing research on like how Netflix streams stuff and and you know the 4K content. You're like, how can they actually stream 4K content? Mm-hmm. But I've actually seen uh, movie film producers that work on sound say, well, what happens is when you know, obviously, when the action ramps up, they're sending more data because it's the way the the actual codec works, and mm-hmm. you know, 
one frame kind of populates the changes in the in the frame the last frame that it showed so you're not really seeing a full frame every time so when you when action ramps up it tries to do the best that it can but when it does that it cuts back on the audio quality a lot of times the audio quality will drop off to maybe 2.1 you know Mm, that makes sense and so that was one of my uh that was one of my things that i came across while i was researching like a 4k blu-ray player as well because I was wondering if it was actually worth it or not. But uh, yeah, that was that was one of the films I watched, man, and recommend it. It's good, good film. And I like seeing Robert Downey. He's such a good actor, man. Yeah, his story is amazing, and it sucks that he got sucked into what he did, you know, and back in the day, and yeah, was you know, and now he's on top of the world, and and it's great. I don't think you can really get to that point where you're a phenomenal actor without like hitting rock bottom or I, I don't think you can recover as high as you can from something that he'd been through, whether it's alcoholism or drugs, you know, yeah, not a lot of, unless you really that. hit rock bottom and then yeah. turn your life around. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But not a lot of folks, you know, they either no, get turned around or, you know, they might OD and, and not make. Yeah. It. They're, they're not here anymore. Yeah. 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 So that's it, man. All right. Andy, Andy's not here to do a soapbox or snack box <laughs> or whatever. Soapbox. Oh, is that going to be Kevin's soapbox? No. Kevin's soapbox and Andy's snack box. Nah, nah. I think Kevin's video rentals. Kevin's red box? <laughs> no. I red don't know. Box. Video rentals. Kevin. Be kind, AKA rewind. Captain America. No, Captain Video. <laughs> what is it? Captain Video. Captain Video. Yeah, Captain yeah. Video. <laughs> Face helmet on. Blockbusters Kevin. with Kevin. Blockbusters Kevin's with Blockbusters. Yeah. There you go. Oh, man, that's high expectations. Mm, yeah, Blockbusters. All right, let's move it on. What do we got for our news and announcements? I don't know. We got any news? And announcements. Um, I <clears throat> yeah, I think we got a few. Um, I don't see do nothing we? written here. <laughs> yeah, I didn't fill it out. Uh, I seen. That did we talk about the the raw four twenty last week? Yes. Well, Bert Cameron did put out a uh, video this week on his uh, um, on his take on the the Goblin four twenty. Uh, well, the raw and. I gotta say, it, I want that bird, and he really put out a few, you know, good points on it. I feel it's definitely something you know everybody should check out. I mean, he put on a few good points, you know, as far as uh, you know, you can either go with either boom, you know, whatever one you like to fly with, and then talked about setup, his uh, the RPMs he likes to fly with, and what his take on the actual. Uh, um, uh, the, the direct drive motor that it's got and the fact that, yeah, <clears throat> for the fact that, it, yeah, it, it can do auto rotations. And, of did course, he, he did. Did he talk about the uh, count? Yes, he did. Um, I guess uh, for the Neo, I guess there's going to be an update soon on how. That's news. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So. Yeah. So I think uh, I think what it comes down to, I think, is the pole count's too high. It's like a forty-eight or something, really, really high pole count, and right. Neil cannot 
dial its pole count high enough. <laughs> so you basically oh, really? dial your pole count as high as you can, and that's what you run, but it's not efficient because it's not running an actual pole count of what it's supposed to be. Uh. Um, I think this affects um, the VBAR Gov um, more than anything else. So Okay. So, yeah. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so... You know, I mean, obviously you can fly it, so I've, people are flying it. So and and you know, it's kind of a common thing with the, um, not a common thing, but back I remember with Neo and the Fireball, um, you can get enough head speed out of the Fireball because it only goes to like forty eight hundred RPM, but Fireball can run fifty four hundred. You know, it can run over five thousand, and uh, to get damn. to get around it was to fake your pull count and it would basically give it more RPMs because it would, the, the pole cycle would end before it actually ended. So instead of going around the full thing, it would only go around half and basically multiply yeah. whatever. Yeah. So however that works, but uh, yeah, interesting stuff. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I feel that's worth uh, checking out for, you know, all of our listeners. Uh, I'll actually go ahead and, uh, uh, share that onto the Facebook page as well. Uh, yeah, I, I'm I'm definitely getting one. So I, I don't know if this is something I would get, but mm-hmm. it was something that would be something I'd like to try flying. Like I'd mm-hmm. I'd love to try flying yeah, one of these. Fly mine. Yeah. yeah, just to see the, you know, see what it's all about. Yeah, I mean, and, and I think I mean my my big thing is probably what you know Bert's pointing out that one way being in a motor. Um, you can fly it if it flies like a, a traditional helicopter, right? Like a traditional motor with like a dual belt system or whatever, or main gear and pinion, you know, however you want to set it up. It kind of has like that, that one wheel, um, that one way bearing, um, where you can auto rotate and you can, you know, like it, it can unload and load up a little bit, you know? Um, do you know who's making the motor? Is it Scorpion or one of the, I mean, I'm not sure. So is it uh, SAB branded? It's going to be the SAB branded, just like the Fireball. Um, okay. So whoever made yeah. the Fireball motor, I'm sure, is making this Probably motor making as well. It. Okay. Yeah. Um, so this is the competition motor, and um, um, this is the only motor I think they're going to currently provide. Um, so right. I think uh, we spoke about it last week. It's going to have some limitations on, like, you know, what kind of head speed you can run on it. But being this size, I feel like you're limited on the range of head speed anyways. So... You know, it is kind of what it is. Yeah. Really, no need for any opinions. I mean, no opinions needed. It's just all shaft. It's all shaft. I mean, you're not, you're not, you're not going to ever strip a main gear. You're not going to strip yeah. a belt on this thing. Like you're not less stripping parts. anything. It's very I'm much sure. less parts. Yeah. Yeah. You know, the other thing is that with the motor being, the motor is kind of like the biggest part of this helicopter at this point. Um, probably the, the, I guess the part that has the most mass, maybe, um, not including the rotor disc, but like, you know, the motor, it's a pretty big pancake motor, like flat, but wide. And, you know, there's going to be some mass to that, that bell spinning, right? That rotor, you know, that the bell housing spinning. So mm-hmm. it'll be interesting to see how that kind of all plays into it. You know, having that all kind of sandwiched, that means will the center of gravity feel nice and like really tight around the swash, you know? Yeah. I would think it would. Yeah. Because normally that center mass or that motor, that more, what you're describing, that more motor spinning is usually forward 
it's usually the, forward, but it's higher, but it's forward, right? It's higher, but it's forward. This yeah. would be lower, so maybe the center of gravity wouldn't be as good, like on the, you know axial rotation. But um, but maybe when you're flipping head to toe, you know elevators, hmm. you know, compared to ailerons, yeah. might flip better. I don't know. It would be interesting to see. But yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, I just love when uh, a helicopter company does something innovative, right? Like, you know, having a direct drive isn't that innovating anymore i mean they did it with the fireball um i thought that was pretty evident back then but um putting it one way and now making it so that way you can still auto you can still have that feeling of a normal helicopter i'll say like a normal you know traditional helicopter mm -hmm. but have this direct drive method and low parts count um you know whatever the kit costs i haven't gotten a chance to look at what the price is but you know it comes with the motor at least <laughs> So, right. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm it's like, like one less thing to buy. Right. I'm, yeah. I'm like getting up the things to buy, you know, to stock up for this helicopter. I'm like, oh, I don't have to buy a motor. <laughs> <laughs> right. So. Still, that's awesome. And, you know, to be honest, I, I really like how in the past year or so that, you know, Goblin's really been thinking outside the box with, you know, with the Raws coming out. Don't get me wrong. I actually kind of, the idea of getting a Raw has actually really warmed up to me because it's like it's like me it's like i don't know you know i have a hard time seeing just the actual traditional boom anyway in flight but after going to spring fling seeing a bunch of them and you know just seeing them on videos it's like they're actually quite visible and then you know here they go drop oh yeah absolutely and then uh here they come out with this uh raw 420 it's like i'm getting one regardless so cool oh, Hello, more overtime. <laughs> right. But um, next up on the list, um, I will actually be attending this uh, this Saturday. But uh, uh, Mid-Missouri Modelers is having their second annual Fun Fly. Um, it'll be held in uh, Warrensburg, Missouri. Um the event's being put on by Brett Fett and the Mid-Missouri Modelers, uh, AMA number 255. Uh, what to expect? I'm just reading it off of their uh, their Facebook page. Uh, this would be, this is their second event, Fun Fly, uh, be held at their new field. All clubs are invited. Pilot registration begins at 930. Uh, must be obviously a AMA uh, pilot fee landing fee would be $10. <clears throat> All planes are welcome. Foamies to jets, everything in between. Uh, lunch will be served around noon. Wait, 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 wait. Foamies to jets and everything in between. Yeah. Helicopters not in between foamies or jets. Yeah. There are going to be helis there. I mean, I'm just letting you know. Just letting you know <laughs> they have expectations hey, I, of foamies. To jets, helicopters are not in that spectrum at all. We're my here. Drake identifies as a foamy. Okay, so <laughs> then just letting you know. But either way, it's still gonna be a good time. I'll yeah. be out there for a few hours. Yep. Um, lunch will be served around noon. Uh, free registered pilots and their immediate family. Oh, that's nice. Um, $5 for spectators, and there will also be a donation can. Come out, have a good time. Hmm. Uh, sure hope to see you. 
so yeah. I don't. And I don't on the Facebook that. page, they got GPS coordinates on the field. It doesn't actually. I don't actually see their address. So. I I don't like that they make spectators pay. <clears throat> was that just for lunch, or was that to yeah, actually that, get if in? That's lunch. That's fine. Like spectators are free unless you want a five dollar lunch, but. Yeah, I thought that's what it was. Okay. That's what it sounded like, because you mentioned lunch for pilots yeah. and the families, and then said spectators. Yeah, it's for, for yeah, it's for spectators. Okay, for them to get lunch is five bucks. That's good because yeah. to pay five bucks to get in to watch. No, as a spectator, no. No one's gonna no, do that. I don't, that. I don't see that happening. It's not no. an air show, right? Like it's you know. Yeah, it's not an air guys, show. It's a bunch of full scale air show. No, even if it's like an RC air show, like you have like pro pilots doing demos all day, that's cool. But yeah, yeah. But you know, to be honest, just regular people going up to fly, you know. So, yeah, I'm not paying five bucks to see that. I can see that <laughs> shit for free. No, it is pretty much there. Right. Um, and another one. Um, I'm actually hoping to attend this one. Um. August 26th uh, through August 28th, uh, 3D Fest in Owatonna, Minnesota. Um, this one is uh, Josh Moen's event. Um, I'm not sure if he's CD or if he's just a, you know got a hand in putting this one together. But um, it's for both 3D planes and helis. Ah, um, oh, damn it. Awesome. Uh, $40 for the entire event, uh, $20 for just Saturday only, uh, all open flying, uh, camping, uh, Wednesday night through Sunday, no hookups, AMA required, huge raffle, spectators welcome, bring your own food and camping supplies, grills are available, uh, um, uh, the, the field location is uh, uh, 4546 43rd Avenue uh, Southwest in Owatonna, Minnesota. So, <clears throat> cool. Yeah, that looks Minnesota. like Minnesota. Yeah, Minnesota. Right. How far is that from you? Uh, that would be about six and a half hours. Because I actually I used that. to live in North Iowa. I, w- I lived in like the Mason City, Clear Lake, Iowa. Oh, that area. explains a lot. Yeah. So uh, I actually, you know, hung out with uh, Josh Moen at the Nebraska event. And, yeah, I, I had no idea that there was even events up there when I was living there. So it's like, oh, okay. Um, may as well knock out a couple birds with one stone. I'm going to go see some old friends and family and then go to an event. So that yeah, should cool. be a very nice time very cool awesome all right let's move it on i yeah, got one good. other thing i saw oh, on yeah. horizon hobby because i was researching go for it, link it. I real see quick it. um oh I, I could link it so you're just getting into flying airplanes or whatever you've fly, been flying helis for a long time and you're like i want to fly an airplane but I don't know what I'm doing. Or my kid wants to fly an airplane and he don't know what he's doing. Mm-hmm. I'm going to link this in our show notes first. Um, yeah, there you go. It's um, 200 bucks, man, for an Aero Scout. It's uh, ready to fly. Ready to fly. You need nothing. Just got to plug in your battery and 
comes with a charger, comes with a battery, comes with a radio. Just a small one. Yeah, that's a little three foot thing. And maybe your kid wants to, you know, learn how to fly. They like make a, a way bigger version too. I think a 2.1 meter. Yeah, but this one's on sale. Yeah. Sale ends the end of the month, end of July. It's $30 off. There's a couple of things on Horizon Hobby. Uh, there's a couple of planes that are like $60 off. Nice. But I, th- I thought this was pretty cool if, you know, your kid's on the sim bugging you to maybe go fly something. You can get this. He's not going to damage the motor because it's like a pusher. It's like an old Bixler. It's got wheels on it. Probably can handle on the ground. It's DSMX. And it's got safe to prevent crashes. So, uh, yeah, panic recovery. You can probably bind your, if you wanted a buddy box, maybe you had a spectrum, you probably could do that. But I don't know. I haven't done it. But we did it with the, we did it with the 230, the V2. We, we, we buddy boxed using my TX9. So I'm sure it's probably similar to where you could buddy box if you wanted to. Nice. Yeah, just throwing it out there. You never know who listens. And yeah, they have uh, two other planes for sale: the Habu for sixty dollars off, and the uh, the Carbon Cub S two yeah. three meter for sixty dollars off. That's actually a really good deal. Sixty dollars off of that. I mean, that's yeah, two eighty nine now for that. Yeah, that's a good deal. Yeah, if you're if that's you're one of that's that, and that's ready to fly with safe. A carbon cub. Yeah, yeah. And a like, Habu. Like that these are all ready to fly kits. Like this is you know it's controller and everything. Oh, is the Habu ready to fly? Yeah. RTF with safe. I don't okay. know what controller comes with, but it says it. Oh yes, yeah. Right? Am I reading right? RTF is ready to fly. That yeah. comes with a radio, right? Yeah. Like Yeah, so if you smash that jet, you can just throw the radio. Not have to worry about it. Yeah, throw the radio with it. Yeah. When it comes to a battery, charge everything. So, yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Not bad. Not bad at all. I like that Habu. I like I, yeah. like, I like some of the bigger EDS. I, I might try to get one again. I don't know. I loved that small one I had. It was so annoying. And I loved <laughs> yeah. it. And, yeah. man. Yeah, that'd be cool. All right. Yeah, cool. Cool planes. Cool. Let's uh, move it on then, huh? All right. All right, what's next for you in the hobby? What's next for you, Andy? Oh. I guess he's not here. Rona 2020. <laughs> um, what's next for you, Ian? What are you going to be doing? Uh, are, are you going to a fun fly? Yeah, I actually have a day off um, this week. Uh, I'll... I'll be going to a fun fly in Warrensburg on Saturday. Um, which, with that being said, I still need to do some wrenching. Uh, I haven't even... I, I think the most I did was, like, move one helicopter out of my way, and that's all I've ever did with the helis last, last oh, week. Um, so, yeah, I need to get some wrenching done, uh, get ready for that, and going to take off... Saturday morning, head down there, probably spend a few hours out there, and then come back, take the kids, go swimming, do fun stuff. Cool. And then uh, continue working. And, you know, 
doing the daily grind at work. Uh, awesome. Work sucks. You're telling me. And it's it's only going to get worse, too. Because <laughs> uh, we got a little bit of a, a staffing shortage going on. It's like we got, you know, two of the coworkers, they're going back to school and there, and there's another couple there, you know, moving to like a hospital setting. So it's, we're about to get a, <clears throat> a little bit more agency into the building. So I've been busy with that. And, um, next week I won't be on, um, it's actually my youngest daughter's birthday. So I'll be taking her out for her birthday, doing fun stuff. Uh, Nice. Probably uh like a water- Oh god no. <laughs> what, what, I've never what, what's that one? Dave and Busters? Yeah, that would be that would be fun. We've Those got uh fun. we've got main event over here and that place is a blast. Main event. Um No, uh we're probably gonna hit like a water park or something like that. and I'll nice. you know, just have a good time. Have some cake, have a little bit of presents. I'm not having a, per- a party or anything. We're just, you know, I'm just spending time with the kids. That's cool. Um, they're actually going to have a uh, birthday party over at my mom's later that weekend while I'm at work because there's a lot of the neighbor kids that they play with over at her place. So, so that, yeah, that'd be cool. Um, I think that's really all I've got going for like all right. a couple of weeks. Okay, cool. I was going to start the music like they do at the Oscars. <laughs> Cut you off. Right. <laughs> Wrap it up music. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Okay. So what about you, Steve? What are you going to be up to? I don't know. Um, I'm not sure about flying. My wife's like, you're not going to fly this weekend, are you? I'm like, thinking <laughs> like, what do you mean? Of course I'm going to fly this weekend. I'm she's not going to give me shit because I flew last weekend. I took her to an event and now she doesn't want me to go fly this weekend. Like, right? What the heck? And she's like, well, I'm just worried it's going to be over 100 degrees and you're going to be standing out in the sun. And I was like, oh, okay, okay, yeah, yeah. I might go out for an hour, you know. I might just go for an hour, (laughs) do a couple of quick flights, and then just, you know, and then head home. So, so yeah. I'm keeling over. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So I might might do a couple of flights. Uh, I did have a, a, I guess, a a local guy in Richmond kind of get a hold of me and uh, needed some help with a, getting a B-Sex set up. So I kind of helped him over Facebook Messenger and kind of got him all, I guess, over text. Yeah, no, no over text, yeah. And I kind of got him set up. So he said he's hovered it and, you know, so I think he's good to go. But, yeah, he, I might meet up with him just a little bit on the weekend. We'll see. Um, yeah, that's the thing, the second so person I've been helping out. How did, how did you how did you find this guy? You got a, how did you get in touch with him? He texted so, you? So a lot of people have been going through my club and getting me. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, I thought you were going to tell me he sent you a video but, uh, about it uh, over text. Like, uh, no. I don't understand any of it. Hey, None of it. That's it. Okay, got it. Can't, can't, can't get it away. Son of a bitch. <laughs> Anyways. That's, that's an inside joke. Sorry, guys. Yeah. You'd have to be a listener for since the beginning. Forever. Much. Yeah. All right. Uh, I am tired. I cannot. What am I going to be doing? Yeah. What I'm going to try, try and get out and fly. Please. You haven't flown in what? 
like four weeks, a month and a half. No, a month. It's yeah. been a month. Yeah. Gosh, that's yeah. Long. He's starting to sound as bad as me and Andy. I know. That's a pretty long stretch, but uh, I too am not going to be here next week. I'm working nights, Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. Damn. Thursday, I'm going back on regular days. And then Friday, I'm off because I'm driving up to Leesburg because it's my mother's 80th birthday. We're going to go out, take her nice. out, my sister and I. Yeah. Awesome. And we're, um, you know, my sister's really excited about it because she's kind of home all the time on short-term disability when working on what she's going to do. I mean... She worked at CVS for years, and they basically said, "Don't come back until you have a cure for Crohn's." So I what? Yeah, I told her make sure you contact a lawyer, and so she's working on that right now. Yeah. Um, yeah, they told her throw up in a bucket, you know, and all this stuff, and she's got it all documented because she's really good with that stuff. But she's kind of going nuts, so she's gonna, you know, yeah, we'll have a good crazy. trip up there. I mean, she's on better medication now, and she's doing a lot better. Um, but she still has, she's got a, just a lot of issues. Um, she really has medically. to what she eats too, right? I mean, with crumbs. Yeah, a big part of it is the diet. Can't eat yeah. anything vegetables, really. <laughs> yeah. 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 Like seeds and stuff like that. Seeds, salads. Yeah, you can't. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, man, I got to try and get something in the air, man, this weekend. Mm-hmm. I got, I definitely got to do it. I just got to, like, I, I've just been, you know, the kids need me to do stuff around their house one weekend and they moved and I did a ton of shit at their house. And, yeah. you know, my wife is like, you need to just take some time for yourself. Just you go, you know, the one day she said, go have a couple drinks somewhere. And like, I'm like, is this my wife? Like, who is this? <laughs> right. The woman that would like give me the evil eye after drink number two. Yeah. But well, um, now she knows you need it. <laughs> yeah. More so I don't know. I got I got to take some time myself. And I mean. Hopefully the weather's okay, and I'll I'll try and get out and get some flights in. I gotta fix the Oxy three. I gotta change the main gear on that. But the Oxy five, I haven't flown since I since I had that servo horn issue. Jeez, that was a month wow. ago. So yeah, I gotta get that back up in the air. See how that's doing. So that's it for me, man. And my buddy Shaw is in the Keys, and I don't know when he's coming back. He's out doing retirement shit. Wow, you know, must be nice. Got the big motor home and mm, the white shoes. Really? Yeah, and he's wow. just full blown retired. That's yep. Awesome. He he's got a bumper sticker on the back that says "I break for AARP." <laughs> so, yeah, he's all set, man. Yeah, man. <clears throat> Bicycles that never come off. Mm. Everything. Yep. Oh, great! Good for him. <laughs> Doing good. <laughs> now, I wonder if he packed any helis to work on while he's on vacation. No. Helis no, is no, that. He doesn't no. know what that is anymore. No, he's he's too busy to work on helis. He's out doing yard work and running like nine miles is what I I constantly get the phone calls. I ran nine miles, you know, and uh, did some yard work. Didn't have time working on any helicopters. How's that Miata coming along? That's that's the way the conversation goes, goes with him. Yeah. yeah, he's a very good dancer. He loves dancing around questions. I'm I'm lucky to even run a mile, and this guy can like outrun me. Yeah, he's like four times your age. I know. Well, I, I did. I did hear that his mile, his miles were like you know walking miles. Didn't you see that, Kevin? Oh, geez, now you're gonna get me in trouble. <laughs> he's not your boss anymore. So yeah, he's retired. Oh. Remember? That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. All right. Uh, we are not doing a wrap up today, so I think that's it. Um, yeah. Yeah. This is like the everybody's tired show. 
this is yeah this is where it all beat so so yeah uh i will give a shout out to bill so i can push this damn button so yeah definitely check out bill ann's youtube channel check him out all right thanks to our listeners free our skies and we'll see you next time see ya next time check out all the other great podcasts yeah check them all out you know who they are Well, no, I was going to say, like, when you're sick, you know, there's always, you know, Campbell's chicken noodle soup. Well, okay. If you're really hella fucked up, Bill. This is cricket. Oh, we haven't done this one in a while. Man, we haven't played that in a long time. No, I was thinking, you know, we don't play that one because I don't do the editing like we used to. Yeah. I think that's a running joke between me and him. When he calls me, I go, hi, I was just thinking about you. And he's like, yeah. I go, yeah, I was taking a shit.